Welcome to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos. Scientific Healing, a fusion of modern science and ancient healing arts, empowers you to take charge of your life to get healthy no matter what your doctor says. Discover how you can manage your own energy to improve your health, vitality, and prosperity from Anastasia and her guests. Are you ready to live your best and most energized life ever? Here's your host, Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos. Welcome everyone. This is Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos and you're listening to Scientific Healing Radio. I know the power of vibrational healing by combining physics with ancient healing arts to develop my own system that has produced hundreds of medical miracles. Discover how you can protect your energy when working, speaking, dealing with others, no matter what their relationship is, especially if you're a healer or coach with Safe Healing at scientifichealer.com. March is a time of reflection and fresh growth. Have you noticed all the beautiful flowers blooming out and the fragrances that are coming through? Now it's time to tune in inward to your inner guidance system so you can propel yourself forward in the right direction. Today I invited Gwen Leppard again to be my guest host and I'd like to turn the floor over to her. Welcome Gwen. Hi Anastasia. I'm really really happy to be here and talking with you about a subject that so many people miss. They get so busy doing and they forget to just be and they forget to listen and be connected with their inner voice, their inner wisdom. And I've had some, some recent things about yeah, I'm not listening to that inner voice. And so I, I really value your, your intuition and your wisdom on this. Thank you so much. Yeah, so like a lot of, we end up become human doings instead of human beings. We get so caught up with, I got to get this done and I got to get that done. And instead of sitting there and being in the moment, we're like, we've got like these checklists in our minds or checklists in our hands. And we're just running from one thing to another instead of sitting there and listening Sometimes, like one of my coaches said, sometimes you have to slow down to speed up because you... very true. Right? So when he reminded me of that, I just said, oh, well, now I'm just going to do three things every day and do them really well. And then at the end of the day, I can put everything down and not panic. So that is... Fantastic. Right? And that's something that our inner wisdom really, um, really helps us do. But we have to take that time out and, and breathe in deeply. So <clears throat> a lot of people... You know, I, I was just thinking that one of, one of the things people could do on their to-do list, because they're, if they're so, if they need that to-do list, is the first thing on the list would be to be. <laughs> and have some, some things to be. <laughs> So let's talk about what that inner voice really is. A lot of people are thinking, yeah. oh, well, I think I know what it is. <laughs> but, you know, I have a different perspective being a scientist. And so I study things, you know, with with the mind. We take in, um, you know, a couple of million bits a second of information. But we're only, our conscious mind's only able to process between two and 400 bits a second. So, 
if you calculate that out, which I'm prone to do because I'm so nerdy, <laughs> is that it's about point point zero 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 two percent of our minds is our conscious. So Whoa. right. So that that's, means that's three zeros, a dot, three zeros, and a two. Right, and if it was like you know, like you know, one to a hundred is one percent, right? So it would be mm-hmm. like um, two parts two parts in a million right oh my gosh right it's and like that, a, and that's what most people are running running um their their lives on yes and they don't realize that their subconscious mind like you know you hear these stories that you know you're only using like five to ten percent of your brain blah 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 and what if we used all of it no we're actually using all of it there's no dead parts in your head <laughs> Mm. right but how do you access it so right so this is what we're going to talk about today is accessing that subconscious wisdom so you have to realize that all that information is running around in there and if you're hypnotized which you know i've been or if you're in a deep meditation you can actually access that information really clearly like if you um i remember uh, one time I was um, in a, a place where I was getting some acupuncture and acupuncture um, actually reveals to us that memories are stored in the whole body, not just in the brain. True. So, true, true. right. So when people talk about blockages is that the memory is stored in a certain place and sometimes it is a damaging memory and we want to lock it away and, you know, keep it from our conscious mind. And so by, by putting the needle in, it stimulates the flow in that area and it break, breaks open that memory. And that memory has been sitting in your subconscious mind that whole time. And as soon as the, the flow starts happening, you're able to access that memory And I remember thinking to myself, uh, this was when I was about 50 years old, I was thinking to myself, I haven't thought about that in 45 years, like that memory, that particular memory. Wow. Right? So, and and it comes back like completely vividly, like every detail, like what you were wearing, you know, who was there in the room, what was on the walls, you know, really vivid memories. So you have all that stored in there. So we have this information bank deep in our minds. And what we need to do is be able to access it because it gives us our best information. Like what should you do next, right? Right. So, so um, let, let me see if I've got this right. So your conscious mind is like a gatekeeper for all that information that's running around there in your mind. And really the conscious mind is just a small portion. And then all those memories that you're talking about that are stored, that's the rest of your mind. That's exactly right. And the, the gate, you're right. It is a gatekeeper. So, you know, that's one of the things that people that are selling products and goods and services like want to do is they want to break through the gatekeeper and appeal to the subconscious mind. So what they do is they relax your conscious mind. So it opens up. And that's exactly how you access it. So they relax you and they get you to say yes. And they get you to feel happy. And they get you to almost go into a trance state because of the way they talk and the cadence of speech. And I'm kind of doing it now. 
and this cadence yes, of right this cadence of speech is called the rolling it's like a rolling cadence and a lot of um, preachers and ministers that are very popular on TV, like one of them's Joel Olstein, he'll do that. He'll speak in these phrases in this rolling pace. And what it does is it works with your body systems to get you to relax. And he always gets you to say yes, so you can hear his message and he can reach that subconscious mind and uh, real, you know, really get under your quote unquote under your skin, and that's what they they'll do. And it's really hard to resist it until you're consciously aware that that's what they're what they're doing. <clears throat> so, mm. right? So but, that's where the gatekeeper is actually um, that's your best interest at heart. So maybe there's some times when the gatekeeper is keeping information that we really need. Exactly. So how do we access that? How do we get around the gatekeeper? Well, having someone do on us or do right so that's that's really the clue what I what I said everything I said get you happy get you into a yes state get you relaxed take some deep breaths you know get really connected um, and like a lot of us don't really think about doing that because we get up in the morning and we've got our to-do lists and we're off to the races well, and like I said, you need to add to to be on the front of it. Like I do some of the the things that, that you've taught me, the um, to cut, cutting cords and making sure that my spirit's in my body and breathing and, and just being really conscious and doing some writing before I start my doing list. I yeah. do being things first. Right, and and then when you're making those those first decisions in the morning of what to do. Like I, I wake up in the morning and I open my eyes and the sun is shining. Like, you know, Southern California is a great place to live. But there are people that live in other places that aren't so good. But, you know, you wake up in the morning and you go, yay, I'm still here. <laughs> and I get up and I look in the mirror and I go, yay, I'm healthy. <laughs> and so, right. So I always start with something that I am really happy to be here. And I, you know, I look over at my home and yay, I have this great home and yay, I've got, you know, I live in a great city and I have this great relationship with this great husband. And, you know, I've got all this stuff going on that's really positive. And once you get into that positive state, that gatekeeper just kind of relaxes and gets you into that mood, right? Right. So that's, that's the, right, that's the important thing is to first get really relaxed. So let's talk about some of those techniques that we mentioned. Yeah, so the, I, I know the, the cutting cords is, is I, you talk about how we walk through just, just through life and we, people attach to it. And sometimes that you need to cut cords to, to things that we say in our head. Um, like if you have a, an, a, you're saying that you're not well. Um, do you want to cut the cords on things like that, as well as as the writing, um, doing gratitude every morning or every evening before you go to bed? Okay, things, so things like let, that, let, right? yeah, so let's just start with the cutting cords. Like, what what does that mean, and why why do we need to do yeah. that every morning? So everything that's in your environment, every you know, every scrap of paper, every object in the room, every piece of furniture, every, all, everything has, you know, we're connected to it energetically. 
So, right. And so when we wake and every relationship, so, you know, you and I are both, um, we both serve people, we help them feel better, we, you know, move them in positive directions. And so they, they kind of depend on us. I what I don't want is somebody for me to become someone's guru, because then they'll cord to me, and they'll do it, you know, and they'll keep it there. And that's kind of like the guru system where the guru gets the cords and all of the people feed the guru. So the guru has more power. And, and I I don't want that. And what happens is that not only that, but um, I'm the matriarch of a big family. When my mom died, I became the matriarch. So my dad depends on me. My children depend on me. My siblings depend on me. My nieces depend on me. So I have this like big network where everybody defers to me and then and then I have a lot of students, right? So I have students that depend right. on me. I, so I have this like connection. When I was a college professor, I had 150 to 300 students at any one time. So you would I would feel I would wake up in the morning completely feeling dragged down because all these people were connecting. So I get up now every morning, and the first thing I do as I'm walking to the bathroom is I start cutting cords. And I just think, okay, everybody, everything. So it's just a hand motion that I sweep down in front, especially. I'll pull all the cords from the back. I'll sweep off the sides, and I'll do it three times. And I imagine all of those connections, except, and you can't cut heart cords. So your heart-to-heart people, you can't cut heart cords so all of those connections get severed and I drop them down into the earth and this is one of the fastest ways to just clear yourself and I've I've told this to people and people that have gotten in the habit of doing this every morning they say they feel 10 pounds lighter like they can float afterwards because they didn't realize right they didn't realize that all these things are connecting them and they're all giving us these little messages and they're all draining our energy and they're all like hanging on and one of them says yeah this is like i've created spiritual fertilizer (laughs) somebody said what spiritual (laughs) fertilizer (laughs) and i said yeah well what's fertilizer it's usually cow or horse dung right so it's just (laughs) taking all the excess dung off your body and sending it away and so that's the first place where you can then become only yourself you're not being you're not being pulled in any direction this allows you to become centered and while like it doesn't yeah and it it, it doesn't mean that these people or these messages are, are out of your life it just means that the attachments are no longer draining you correct right in other words your mind isn't on them because they're all card carrying adults right so everybody is responsible for themselves. <laughs> My mom used to say, up until 18, you're a victim. And after 18, you know, you're an adult and responsible for yourself. So as far as I'm concerned, everybody who's an adult is responsible for themselves. And I don't need to carry their responsibility. So, Correct. right. So I let that all go. So I can then come into my own thoughts and be able to, number one, serve myself. So, because if I'm not here, I'm not able to serve anybody. And number two, so yeah. I can be the best to help other people become their best. 
So these are really important and, and it needs to be in that order. You first take care of yourself, then you take care of others. Otherwise you cease yeah, to always. exist, right? And, you know, and we as women in society, in this society, especially, I mean, even when I was younger, my mom says, yeah, you have to obey your husband. You have to do what he wants. And I got really mad because I said, why? I'm I'm a brain. I got a brain. I know what to do. <laughs> But so, so that's, that's the first step is coming to yourself every morning. And while I cut cords, you know, I'm imagining everything falling off of me and I'm breathing in and I'm bringing my spirit. So your spirit is the energy that's you. Like it is an energy. We are energy beings that are incorporate, you know, we become incorporated. We're a body, right? So, right. Um, but it's not that, that we're a body with a spirit, we're a spirit with a body. <clears throat> and yeah. when, get that in the right order. <laughs> yes. And um, when my uh, daughter-in-law and my daughter became pregnant, I could tell when the spirit entered into the fertilized egg, which was very early in the pregnancy. So it, it already attached itself to it. And what it does is it creates the energetic pattern of the person, what they're going to grow into, right? So, and, and that's a that's a totally different show. That's a totally <laughs> different we show. We could talk. I could talk about that for hours because it's been a very fascinating yeah. journey. So here we are. We're this spirit. We need to get centered in the body, not be floating above it like we do sometimes at night. You know, some of us astrally travel. We have dreams of floating. We need to come back down and be grounded, centered, and be ourselves and detach everything to us. That's how we can become ourselves and be centered and become human beings. In other words... Well, and, and another thing that I find really interesting is that not just astral floating, but the people in our lives, their situation in, in our lives can throw us out of our body. Ex- I think that happens to people a lot. I mean, just driving on the freeway, you can get thrown out of your body. So yes, exactly. You were saying about how important it is to, to that our spirit is in our body. Right, and even though you know, I have all of the tools and the skills, and when my mom died. I could see how grief yeah. can really affect people. Like it's really, yeah. it can really pull you right out. And if I didn't have all the tools at hand, and if I didn't understand the spiritual world as well as I did, I could understand how awful that would be for somebody. So when somebody loses a parent, I understand it really clearly and how that yeah. grief can so affect you and pull you out of the body. So let's take a brief... And, and not- yeah, let's yeah, that's, yeah, let's, yeah. I was just going to say a break would be good right about now. Yes, because <laughs> we have given a lot of information here. Right, and we're going to come back. We're going to summarize, and then we're going to describe ways that you can access your inner voice really quickly. So I want to remind all of our listeners today that you're listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. Today, my guest host is Gwen Leppard. When we return after the break, we'll dive deeper into scientific healing and accessing your intuition and how it can work for you. According to the MetLife Foundation, people over 55 dread getting Alzheimer's disease more than any other. Yes, 
loss of your memories and who you are. The statistics are staggering. One in eight get some form of dementia or Alzheimer's over this age of 55, while one out of three at age 85 shows significant symptoms. Until recently, it wasn't believed that you could repair, heal, or grow new brain neurons. But now research shows how amazing the neuroplasticity is in your brain. While good nutrition, sleep habits, and exercise play a large role in helping you keep your mind intact, you can now re-energize your brain with a powerful new program that wakes up your brain and promotes deep neural healing. I have watched what others have called hopeless cases come out of comas and dementia and improve dramatically in a short period of time, much to their doctor's total surprise. Comments I hear often are doctors saying, I've never seen anything like this. You can get the same brain healing in a program that you can use over and over again to heal your brain and brain glands and keep them energized. You can live your best life ever with your memory fully intact. Isn't your brain worth a small investment? Go to scientifichealer.com forward slash brain to find out more. That's go to scientifichealer.com forward slash brain to learn how. Welcome back. You're listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. You can discover more about scientific healing and the deceptively simple processes for opening up your intuition and inner guidance system. Go to scientifichealer.com to download your tips on how to protect your energy when working or dealing with others. Before the break, we were talking with my guest host, Gwen Leppard, about tapping into your inner wisdom so you know which path is right for you. I'm sure you're wondering whether this is something you should even think about or consider. So let's continue this conversation. Welcome back, Gwen. Oh, thank you, Anastasia. When, when, uh, just before the break, we were talking about how we can get knocked out of our body. And did you want to address some of that before we go into um, the problems that you see when people are running around and not listening to their inner voice? Right. So one of the ways we talked about extensively is getting caught up with the, the doing instead of the being. But there's a lot of ways you can get knocked out of your body. I mean, there is a, a, a stress survey on the Internet. And <clears throat> number one on the, the level of stress is death of a spouse, but it can also be death of a parent or a child. And those two things can knock you right off your feet. And so you don't even feel like you're of this world anymore. And even though I have all of these tools at hand and I understand how spirit works and I watched my mom die and I watched how she would ebb and flow into her body, she'd be in it and then out of it and then in it until she finally said, okay, I'm ready to cross that, that bridge and go, go to the other side. And even though we've had many uh, contacts with her after dying, um, it still was really difficult. And I would feel myself go out of my body and the, the, the practices that I had already developed of cutting cords and deep breathing and, um, you know, physical exercise, yoga, 
uh, eating right, all of those things, uh, hydrating enough, all of those things still was very difficult for me. So I can imagine that people that don't have those tools, why grief takes so long to run its course for them. And so grief is probably the biggest, but there's a number of things like divorce, moving, like, you know, moving from one city to another, losing your whole friend base and your support base. Um, you know, any kind of stressful tragedy, you know, I have, I have that list in actually in my book in the stress chapter, it's like you get the stress, there's a stress test. You can find it online, but it lists all the things that pull you out of your body. Really all those things really do. And it's those daily practices of getting yourself back into your body and getting back centered and realizing that you were given this gift of life and life truly is an amazing gift that, um, you know, it's like you get this choice, you get to experience this experience that you don't really get to, you know, when we're just simply spirits, we are bundles of information and we don't have the set, the five senses, the five senses of experience. We can't hug people. We can't hear people. We can't touch people. We can't smell them, you know, and all of those other things that we get to experience in life, the beauty of the world. And even right. when it's ugly, it's still beautiful, right? So yeah, I definitely like being in, in my body, even though it's been, I, I didn't listen to my inner voice recently. And I, I've ended up with some back pain because of it. And, and I, I, I destroyed a pillow in a brand new washing machine that totally clogged up the filter. And it's just like, I didn't listen to my intuition that said, put that pillow in a laundry bag. So I ended up with a, a laundry uh, machine that was full of, of felt and, and particulate. It was clogging up the base, like the base chakra. And we did some work on that. So... What other things do people run into in in your practice that you see when they don't listen to their inner voice? Well, um, a lot of times they are so caught up with uh, everyone else. Like, you know, we women are taught to caretake everybody. So you'll see mothers with children that are beautifully dressed, you know, well-fed, and the mother looks like, you know, she's overweight, she's, you know, wearing sweats, her hair is not done, she's not taking care of herself. Um, this is very, very, very typical that they put pour all of their love and attention on their children and then they, they forgot that they are also children that they also need taken care of because the children won't survive without the mother taking care of them. And this is a tendency for a lot of people to caretake others, whether you're a boss, whether you're a parent, whether you're a, a spouse, you know, or even if you're a child of an elderly parent, a lot of times that child will, or even if you're the spouse of a, of a parent that's suffering, you know, a spouse of someone who's suffering a lot, like my dad, this happened to my dad, my mom was going through Alzheimer's. She was going through the typical fits of Alzheimer's and angry a lot. And he was trying to appease her. And um, he ended up with a stroke because his blood pressure went up and he bent over to pick something up off the floor. And uh, with his head 
below his heart, his blood pressure went up, blood, blood vessels snapped, and he was off to the races. And he called me up and he says, you need to come over. And so I thought that, you know, I thought that I was going over because mom was going, I saw an ambulance in front of the house and I thought that we were going over to take care of her. And it was him being carted off in an ambulance that he had had a stroke. So, you know, yeah. this is this is what tends to happen. And he says to me, like, oh, that'll show her. I said, no, dad, it shows you that you need to come yeah. first and that you need to take care of you. And if you can't, if, you know, and if she's trying to tell you you need to do something for her, you can simply walk away and calm down before you go talk to her and take some deep breaths and relax because none it's not worth like i when i was getting divorced to from my alcoholic husband it was either him or me because i got so sick from the stress of being in that relationship that i had to decide do i stay in the relationship and die young or do i leave it and right. it, ha it hasn't been an easy path, <laughs> you know, it's been a really Absolutely difficult, not. it's been right. You've been in those, we talked about that last time you, you know, we've both yeah. been in difficult relationships, but I would do the same difficult path over and over and over again to get to where I am now and be who I am yeah. now. Right. Cause I wouldn't want to be that person that put up with that. Right, and so your true inner voice was actually talking to you and saying things to you to get you out of there. It's, when did you finally listen to the true inner voice so you stopped repeating that pattern of having the same relationship over and over again? Um, the, the time I heard the inner voice is when it said it's either him or you, and I heard I have to choose me because without me, there's no one, because my children were five and eight at the time, and if there's no one here, like I'm thinking to myself, if I'm not here for my kids, you know, who's going to, who's going to do the mothering better than me? Nobody. <clears throat> and so if it weren't for them, I would still be married to them and probably very ill. <laughs> but because I chose, I, and I also looked at them and I said, my daughter is turning into a mini version of myself and my son is turning into a mini version of his dad and I said, no, the buck stops here. The buck stops here. We got to change this. This pattern has to change. We have to change the way we do things. And now um, my son is in a really awesome marriage and he has two beautiful children. And going there, it's like so satisfying to see this peaceful coexistence with this beautiful young woman that he has as his wife. And... Um, seeing these two little children thrive in that environment. I mean, what could be more satisfying than that? Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. You know, you listen. So if somebody, how, how are they going to know that it's their inner voice? Well, the easiest way is to, like, one of the things that I learned back then was something that you might experience at a chiropractor's office where they make you stick your arm out and they ask you a question and um, 
you'll go and they'll press down on your arm and if your arm lets go it's a it's a no and if it holds strong it's a yes so the yes so if you think about that for a moment is that when you are in that yes state you're a lot stronger so when you feel like I can't do this anymore I I don't want to go on like this that's because your body is telling you no right so Got it. you can develop and I I have on uh, I have on my website if you go to the latest post um, how to access it like I use my fingers for muscle testing and you need to practice it every day but the way I started practicing it is I would get up in the morning and I'd say, is my name Anastasia? And if it came up a no, then I'd have to shake my hands out and clean out the energy that's preventing the right information from coming in. And as soon as I did that... And you can drink water, too. Yeah. You can drink water, too, because oftentimes you're dehydrated. I mean, you, you breathed out an entire quart of water while you were sleeping. So yes. when you wake up in the morning, you're dehydrated. Right. So you that's... need to do that, too. Right, that's part of my routine. I get up, take some deep breaths, cut cords, go to the bathroom, and then drink two glasses of water first thing. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. And that's a great great um, practice for anyone that wants to be able to hear their inner voice and, and just right? be more effective in life, period. Right, and then, and then you start practicing, like asking yourself questions. And there are simple one-handed tests and two-handed tests. Like common is to loop your fingers into two loops and pull and you don't have to like do it with all your force you can notice the difference between resistance and no resistance so no would make them come loose and yes they would they would not they would stay in a ring and there are other ways of pressing the index finger your left hand against the knuckle, first knuckle of your um, ring finger on your right hand and yes is holding and no the finger drops and um, the way I do it is I now I make my index finger stiff and push down with my index finger and yes it stays strong and no it collapses so you know I have some videos that show that but there those are really simple finger tests and that is a direct line to your subconscious direct line so you can ask yourself so the way to work this is that the quality of your answers depends on the quality of your questions this is really important i'm going to repeat it the quality of your answers depends on the quality of your questions and yeah right so a lot of us journal and when we journal the first question we should ask is what is mine to know and what is mine to know what is, what is mine to know that's yeah okay Right, so you can you can write it down on a paper. What is mine to know for today, and just let the pen flow, and then you can ask yourself, is this the right course of direction? And it'll tell you yes or no, and that is allowing you to access your subconscious. And a lot of people journal to reach their subconscious. A lot of people will meditate. So these are all really good ways to do it. Meditation is just thinking while you're quiet and still. That's all it is. Like a lot of people say, I don't know what to do, how to do it. Well, you just get your spine straight, put your feet flat on the floor. You can even close your eyes, take some deep breaths, slow down, slow your pulse down, and empty your mind as much as you can. Some people stare at candles. 
Some people say, um, <laughs> it's just getting quiet. Well, what about the breathing, the, the counting of your breath? You, um, you have that um, six, three, six, three. Right. So really effective. Right. So here's the way the brain operates and how the mind operates. We can only take in three pieces of information at a time. So if you're counting, if you're staring at an object, and if you're breathing, you know, taking some deep breaths and focusing on that, as soon as you do that, then all of the other information that's trying to make its way into you stops. That is, um, I learned that when I was giving birth to my daughter, so she's 33 now, I was giving birth to my daughter and Lamaze was like the big thing back then. Like, I don't think it's taught that much anymore because when I went to the hospital when my grandson was being born, everybody was getting epidurals except my daughter. <laughs> so <laughs> so I thought that was like really surprising where back then, you know, natural childbirth was all in. So so the, the thing is that your brain can only take so much input so you can get rid of pain and I do this when I go to the dentist, because no matter how much Novocaine they give me, it's still painful. And um, so I focus my eyes on something. I count my breaths and I focus on bringing the breath all the way down to my bot into my body and back out slow breaths. So as soon as I do that, whatever pain you have cannot register in the brain. It just doesn't. So, so oh, that's really helpful because so many people are doing things for their pain, and that's again a whole other a whole other show. Right, um, it's a whole what, other show. What is the biggest lesson for yeah, for, yeah, <laughs> so much. Right, so um, so let's just do for today's show. No, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. so let's just do this. So if everybody sits up okay. straight and straightens their spine out and uh, pulls their shoulders back because straightening your spine out helps reduce the cortisol levels in your body and um, putting your feet flat on the floor allows your feet chakras to open up and ground so our feet have these portals at the bottom that have a lot of receptors so we just want to open those up and let that and let us connect to mother earth and mother earth has a lot of really awesome energy right so um, it has a, an, an engine that's moving in the core and the mantle. Like this is something that I studied. So there's a lot of movement down there. And when something doesn't have movement like the moon, it's dead. So it has, in order for something to be alive, there's movement. So we have a lot of that going on in the earth. That's why we want to connect to it. So now we just take a deep breath in slowly, starting from the belly button. We're going to push out at the belly button and we're going to fill up all the way up to the top. So we'll take a deep breath in. Two, three, four, five, six. Now hold for two, three. Release from the top down. Three, four, five, six. And hold for one, two, three. And you can just repeat that process over and over and do it two, three, four times. And you'll notice your blood pressure relaxes and gets lower. Your pulse will go down really rapidly and you'll get into a very calm state and you'll get centered. This helps bring your spirit back down in your body because the reason why your spirit doesn't want to be there is because it's miserable. 
in the body. You're miserable in your body and it's miserable if you're in pain or if you're upset or if you're sad. And what we want to do is bring it back into a happy place. So that's that particular exercise. And that's one of the ways to get centered and access. Now you can ask your body questions and get really good answers. So Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm so relaxed just from just from doing that. From that <laughs> from the spine erect, shoulders back, breathing, bringing the air all the way into the bottom and breathing all the way to the top and counting. Um, six in, three hold, six out, three hold, and then repeating. Right. And, and this is... I mean, we've shared so, so much today. Right. So and, the big, the big the big thing that I want people to walk away with is that you all have incredible wisdom inside you. Like you don't need to ask for other people's advice. You need to get quiet. Like, you know, this is my, my opinion is getting quiet, cutting cords, taking some deep breaths, hydrating, and moving into that happy place of gratitude of being alive and understanding what a beautiful gift it is. Once you've get gotten to those places, no matter how, how much misery is going on around you, will help you get centered and understand what that you know, what that wisdom is trying to tell you and access to that inner voice. And it's that simple. It's really that simple. It's there's no mystery it really- to it really is yeah it's, it, it is that simple it's there's no mystery to it the thing that's difficult is remembering to do those things it's getting well, in the and habit. oftentimes when people want answers they're so agitated that any answer that they get is going to be you know it, it's coming from different stimulus and that getting quiet and centered and right and happy and hydrated all of that allows you to be the authority on you because each person is we're the only authorities on ourselves. Right. And, and you've, you've so come people are reaching outside for those answers. Right. And, and you have the way for them to get their own answers. It's beautiful. Right. That's really an awesome point is never make a decision when you're feeling guilty, ashamed, angry, upset, depressed, um, you know, in a really bad place. Cause no decision coming from a low energy place is ever going to be right. And that's why we want to get, do those little practices every day because it puts us in our happy place immediately and it allows us to let all that other stuff fall away so we can make the right decisions. Like whenever I had to write a lot of letters of recommendations for my students and I never did it when I was upset. I always waited till I was in a happy place so I could say the right things. You know, that's just mm, the, right? That's wonderful. Right? Yeah. Awesome, yeah. Gwen. Yeah. Well, I, I, you just did so, so much information in the show. And, and I know it's going to be difficult to, for people to grasp it all just within this period of time. And you have some various programs where people can get help and, and maybe listen to it over and over again. <laughs> Could you elaborate on that? Yes, I actually have just completed one of the biggest fears that people have is losing their mind as they get older. They yep. lose their memory, they lose their ability 
The other problem is that once the brain goes down a decline, um, it's terminal. The body becomes terminal. It is unable to heal itself. So I have taken a portion of this three-month program and created an Energize Your Brain program. And it is just getting... Um, it has just been completed and it's ready to uh, for people to enroll and they can go to scientifichealer.com forward slash brain to find out more about it because um, this is one of those things that uh, I've helped people come out of Alzheimer's and come out of memory problems and actually um, help heal their pain and their body issues, you know, whatever issues were going on in their body by first healing the brain. That's the first thing that uh, when private clients come to me for, that's the first, when they come with me with any issue, whether it's diabetes, cancer, whatever, the first thing I do is heal their brain. And as soon as I do that, things change for them really rapidly. So this is an online program, but when people listen to me, uh, even after they, and, and you've, you've done this, right, Gwen? You've gone back and Absolutely. listened, right? Mm -hmm. And you can feel the energy moving when you listen to a recording in which I did healing because the carrier waves are recorded onto the video or audio, and those carrier waves have the energy movement locked in. It's a quantum effect, actually. So yeah, I, I remember um, taking that course so they can they can get the brain healing at scientifichealer.com slash brain. Exactly. And I, I remember when we went through that, almost everyone on the call, because we were it was a group call, almost everyone on the call fell asleep. Yes. It was so powerful that our brains needed to, to go into deep relaxation as you started doing that brain healing. Right. And then when I said, well, you may be sleepy, and then everybody goes... Oh my gosh, so that's what it is. So when you do, a, whenever I do a brain healing or when I've done my own brain healing, like I'll listen to it myself, I will go asleep because the brain is restructuring inside. And we know now from modern science that the brain actually can regrow its neurons. It's not yeah. common. Yeah, I definitely, yeah, Re regrowing, yes. Yes, and this is the process of restructuring the brain. And so the brain gets damaged from accidents, from eating chemicals, from uh, any kind of toxins, bacteria. And so this process helps rebuild the energetic structures that it needs to regrow and, and recover. And it also prevents Alzheimer's as you get older. Yes, and do not listen to it while driving. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because you will definitely fall asleep. <laughs> One of the students yeah. in the class said, I made the mistake of listening to it on my radio. And I, he says, I'll never do that again. <laughs> yeah, yep. It's, uh, and and so some of the things that are in that program you can listen to. Um, while driving, but definitely not the brain. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that it, it just it's wiser to if you're listening to any any of your um, your healing work that you just make time to do it um, in a non-moving vehicle or a non-moving space. Well, the thing it's, it's that... powerful, and and your brain is going to have to you know your conscious brain needs to get out of the way so that all that unconscious brain and your inner wisdom 
is affected by the carrier waves and, and what you're sharing. Right. And the other the the other thing that I've done in the program is I've broken it down into 10 and 15 minute segments. So you don't have to listen. It's about two hours of recording. So you don't have to listen to it all at once. You can listen to it, you know, five, 10 or 15 minutes a day. And uh, after a two week period, you will have gone through the whole program and then you can just cycle through. And every time you cycle through it, you get the healing over and over again. Fantastic. Awesome. Thank you so much, Gwen. Thank you for being my guest host and being an awesome guest host and providing so much added content and help to, um, you know, helping people reach their inner guidance system and their intuition in the easiest ways possible. Absolutely. It's always a pleasure to get the work out that you're doing. And um, I know that it's based a lot of the work that I do as well so the more, the more people that know about this and the work that you're doing the, the better the world's going to be oh thank you so much Gwen and thank you all for listening to Scientific Healing and for our wonderful guest host Gwen Leopard. let's you and I connect go to scientifichealer.com and sign up for your free healing audio called Wake Up Your Brain it's 11 minutes and it gets your your day started with doing all that energy hygiene that we talked about today. This is Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. Join us again next week for more expert guidance and practical tools to energize your life. Now take a deep breath and release it slowly before you go about your day.